This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Somebody else who's obviously uh, got it in for the Ford government, the teachers unions and the uh, Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation led by Harvey Bischoff. Uh, Mr. Bischoff has joined us to update us on this file. What exactly is going on? Are talks producing anything of consequence? Are they fruit both? So on and so forth. Well, Mr. Bischoff, good afternoon. How goes the battle? Uh, we're not actually in talks at the moment. Those are my uh, elementary colleagues. We're still uh, awaiting an invitation from the mediator to return to the bargaining table, in fact. All right. Uh, but if the mediator suggests that, you're ready to go. Absolutely. When when she suggests it, and she's uh, an expert and experienced uh, mediator, you know, lots of labor relations experience, when she thinks that talks have a chance to be productive rather than, you know, simply frustrating, absolutely, we will we'll, uh, respond positively to her invitation. Have the talks moved anywhere in the seven weeks where the standoff has been in effect? Absolutely nowhere whatsoever. There has there has not been any any productive movement, um, and the public uh, commentary from the minister hasn't caused me any optimism either, because they seem to be completely dug in on uh, the various erosions to the quality of education that they've proposed and are already pursuing. Seems almost like a high noon scenario where uh, both sides, you know, are out there in, you know, the street and one waiting for the other to draw or blink. Uh, Would there be any consideration that uh, you might propose to the government that would break the logjam? Look, I mean, there's no question that there's, uh, you know, that that there is uh, something of a logjam, but... I would say for context, people need to recall what it is that we're dug in on, if you want to describe it that way, because what we're saying is we should have the you know circumstances that are status quo to last year's quality of education. We should have the, the staffing. We should have the voluntary uh, e-learning. We should have the education workers in place who support uh, high needs and at-risk students. And that's, you know, the, our, our position is simply status quo to last year's quality of education. And, um, you know, my members are not persuaded that there's any reason that we can't continue to deliver this year the same quality of education we delivered just last year. All right. So you're asking for total return to status quo. Let's just say, as you say, a voluntary e-learning. Uh, if they scrapped the two courses, uh, originally it was proposed that it was going to be four before graduating high school out of the 30 total. Uh, if they scrapped that entirely, took that off the table, would that help break the long jam? That would help move us a long ways forward. That's a serious issue um, for, uh, you know, in, in, in our view with regard to quality of education. We know that students, um, only 5% of whom voluntarily take e-learning right now, don't succeed uh, even at those rates at the same level that they do in face-to-face classrooms. So that kind of a move uh, would be a significant good faith gesture. Absolutely. All right. And I'm just going to blue sky here because uh, I'm at my wit's end and I'm certainly not privy to the discussions, you know, behind closed doors. But if they also said uh, instead of, say, 25, the average class size, uh, I know they wanted originally to make it 28, 22 is, I guess, uh, the working model you're talking about, the status quo ante. If they went back to, I don't know, 23 or 20, just, you know, budged off that, would that also be a significant move forward? So now we're talking about exactly the kinds of things that we should be discussing at the bargaining table. Um, and, and there are, you know, there's a path forward. 
that would maintain quality of education, that would require some uh, creative problem solving, um, and but uh, and, and that should be discussed at the table, but we haven't seen any willingness whatsoever to go in that direction at this stage. While the minister continues to insist that this is all about compensation, and yet, you know, we've offered uh, we've offered for four weeks in a row now to postpone our strikes if they simply remo- return to last year's staffing levels, and they've flatly rejected that offer. All right, but Mr. Bischoff, again, if they were to cede uh, somewhat on uh, class size. The e-learning, uh, not mandating any of that, putting that on ice for the foreseeable future. But then they did say, uh, you've got a seat on a 2%. We'll give you the 1% as they proposed in their legislation. Would that make sense to you? These are these are exactly matters for bargaining. That's I mean, that that's how things should proceed. Both sides should be having those discussions at the bargaining table. Um and and then there's a you know the potential for a path forward, and I would say that path forward runs through exactly what parents told this government in their own consultations. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it, not as if we have taken outrageous positions that are are not publicly popular. Um, they're supported by parents who don't want bigger classes. They want their kids to have access to the supports education workers bring. They they don't want mandatory learning. That's a way forward. All right, but what you're saying so uh, indirectly is you're willing to budge off that 2%. I'm saying we're willing to negotiate and have been since we began this process, good heavens, on April the 29th last year. When it's being uh, positioned that there are cuts to education, this is what I'm hearing from the other side. This is the government side, their argument. Minister Lecce's come on the show numerous times. He said uh, that's a fallacy. They've actually injected about $1.9 or $2 billion more into education. And you say what in response? So I would say, first of all, they've increased the education budget by including a child care tax credit that never used to be found in the education budget. So there's $400 million that have nothing to do with primary or secondary education. So to claim that's an increase is just, uh, you know, that's a, that's a distraction. At the same time, they haven't kept up with inflation. Um, and therefore, in real terms, the education budget is falling behind. They haven't kept up with enrollment growth. So what that means this year is there have been a, there's been a $54 per student decrease in, uh, in, in funding. Um, that decrease is projected to get worse. But any claims that, the, that you know, the education budget has been increased uh, don't align with, uh, with inflation, with enrollment growth, and with the fact that per-student funding has actually gone down. And that's where the rubber really hits the road. So, uh, barring the mediator calling you back to the table, uh, what are your next steps as the union head? So, we've announced this afternoon that uh, you know we'll be taking action in a select number of uh, districts uh, come Tuesday. There will be a full withdrawal in about uh, you know of about a quarter of my members uh, on Tuesday. Um, and beyond that, my my uh, sincere hope is that we get back to a bargaining table and start making real progress. Um, and between now and then, if the minister wants to to commit to last year's staffing levels, we'll postpone that strike. I see. Uh, but barring that, you're saying next Tuesday there is going to be a full province-wide strike then? No, no, not province-wide. It'll, it'll be an action in select districts, uh, very much like, uh, like our, the last uh, several weeks have been. Not including this week, of course, because we took a hiatus during the exam period because uh, we didn't want to uh, have a negative effect on that you know, very critical time in, in students' uh, education lives. Now, with your elementary colleagues, uh, there were also uh, province-wide strikes in addition to rotating strikes. Uh, would you ever consider going province-wide? 
we will consider whatever it is that will allow us to move forward and secure the quality of education. So, so nothing is really off the table. But I will say we've been very, very measured in, um, in the, the actions that we've been taking. We've been trying to balance the need to, to raise attention uh, to these issues with the fact that, that there, is a, you know, there is a negative effect on, on students and families. Uh, and and uh, so we've been trying to balance that, be measured and thoughtful. And, and I, you know, we're not going to, uh, that's a principle we're not going to abandon. All right. And the impasse continues, uh, barring the mediator calling the two parties back to the table. Appreciate the update very much. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Harvey Bischoff again heads the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.